Today is going to be a little different, but it's going to be beautiful, beautiful time. And we've set up things in the room intentionally uh, like they are to, to reflect and to remember an event that took place over 2,000 years ago. You know, and I want you to think and just ponder this with me, you know, here the Son of God, God Himself, clothed in flesh, was coming into the earth. And there wasn't much of a spectacle that day when He was born. As it relates to what was going on in, on the earth, there was a few wise men that had made their way, right? There was some, some shepherds in the fields that were aware of what was taking place actually in the heavens. There was... Um, a grand spectacle really there, you know, with these angels making this declaration because before the foundations of time, before earth, earth was even created, there was, uh, there was a waiting, there was a longing for this moment. You know, we were talking back in the room today before we came out about how as humans we, we think linearly in time, but God thinks outside of linear, linear time. Like he saw that day, he saw the cross. He actually saw his return, right? Before any of it ever happened. And so our hope today is that as we gather around the manger this morning of his presence, that we would be aware of all that God is up to in the grandeur. Apart from, I love all of the spectacle of Christmas, right? I love the trees and the lights and the the productions, but more than anything else this morning, we want our hearts to be awakened to the grandeur of God with us. You know, I want you to just think about this, like the fact that we carry, we carry the presence of the Son of God. All those who name the name of Jesus carry the presence of the Son of God on the inside. Would you stand with me this morning? And we're going to invite you, if you'd be willing to come and join with us here in the center. We're going to worship. We're going to, you know, be a family today and just come and and gather around um, Jesus and his goodness today. And it's going to be a, a wonderful, wonderful time together. An abbreviated time in terms of our meeting today, but a time that I don't think any of us will ever forget. Would you pray with me? We welcome. We welcome you, Jesus. We welcome you. We like those ones back on that morning, that Christmas morning, that that were able to peer in and see the beauty of God in this vulnerable baby laying in an unimpressive manger. There was, a, there was a, a link between that moment and those, those friends gathered around that manger that day with all of the spectacle of what was going on in heaven. Let us do that today, Lord. Let us join. Let us join and worship you. In Jesus' name.
sing that again. Angels. Angels, we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the place, and the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous strength. Chelsea.
Christ the Lord, the newborn King. Come on, lift your voice. Come and I'm bending knee. Christ the Lord, the newborn King. Oh, come and I'm bending knee. Christ the Lord, the Sing it out. Come on, let's lift praise to him all over the room. Lift your voice. Worship him this morning. Come on, lift your voice. Let's sing it out together. 
Christ by highest adore Christ the everlasting Lord late in time behold him come offspring of a virgin's womb veiled in flesh the Godhead see man with men to dwell Jesus our Emmanuel Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Glory Sing this out. Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and light to all He brings. Risen with healing in His wings. Mild He lays His glory
this place, God. We thank you that you are not one that is far off, but you came. Your very coming was humble. The bridge that you built was humble. The connection you made was humble. Your glory was flesh and blood and bone. Fragile in the arms of a mother. That's the bridge of love that you built for us to know you. Anything could have happened. And still you chose the journey of life. You chose nights and you chose days and you chose mornings and you chose evenings. You chose breath and food and laughter and tears. Anything could have happened, but that's the bridge that you chose. So that we could know you. Oh, we thank you today. We thank you, Jesus. Just thank him in your own way right now in this moment. Let's do it together. Just thank him for who he is, for what he's done. Remember where you were before you knew him and give him thanks. Isn't he good? Isn't he kind? Isn't he merciful?
reality interrupt anything that's distracting this moment right now that we actually are in partnership with heaven lifting up the king of kings and lord of lords right now we're going to stay in this posture so if you would stay standing i want to just share a few thoughts about this moment in history it's the very reason that we're all here this morning it's the very reason that we sing this word, hallelujah. This word, hallelujah, was a word of praise that we read all throughout the Bible. It's a word that means to magnify, glorify, and lift up the name of Jesus. But on this night and in this moment, this word, hallelujah, was actually a declaration. We read about this in Luke 2. If you have your Bibles, you can open to chapter, the, chap, the second chapter of Luke. If you don't, you can just listen. Verse 8, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you, and he is Messiah the Lord. This will be a sign to you. He will be wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened and the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. There's a unique word in there, seen. Hmm. In, this, in this passage, we see, and, and I even have been feeling for months, this moment, this shepherd 
moment. I, f- I felt that there was something on this passage of, of where these shepherds were at, what this moment looked like. See, the angels declared glory in the highest heavens and peace on earth. The kind of glory that they were declaring was a splendor, a brightness, a new light of heaven bursting forth in the earth. This glory that they were describing, that they were declaring, was actually a kingly majesty of the promised Messiah. And what it actually was a declaration of, this word in this passage is a declaration and a release of a new state of life. The earth would now be overwhelmed and the glory of God was now released upon the earth. That's what what they're saying when they say glory in the highest heaven. It's not just a song out in a field. It's a declaration. It's It's an opening up of what God had made possible. The beauty of the second part is they say peace on earth. The only way the peace of God is made possible was through this gift, was through this release of heaven on earth, this majesty and this glory in a tangible and in a physical symbol and a representation that is King Jesus. See, this wasn't just a declaration, but this was an invitation. The shepherds were invited from the fields. The angels had told them, Personally, a Savior has been born to you. And it's a reminder this morning that a Savior, once again, we're reminded that we stand with those shepherds, called out of wherever we're found this morning. A Savior has been born to you. What, what I love about this moment is they are doing what they know what to do. You know, this is their life. But when this invitation happens, they leave what they have for what they've always hoped for, what they've been waiting for. There was a, there was a leaving behind. They, they left it to go after. There was, a, there was something in their hearts that said, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been hoping for. And as I'm reading this passage, some things are standing out to me. The angels are, are, are declaring and inviting these simple shepherds in a place of their work in their searching. The, the angels are declaring this where they are moving from place to place looking for the next temporary security, the next temporary provision, the next temporary peace. And this is in some ways a really key insight into human life. We move from place to place, moment to moment, piece to piece. Whatever it it is that we need, we often go from moment to moment to moment. But God God breaks through the silence of the night, and and he he declares that a, a living hope, a new glory, and a new peace is to be found in their place of searching. He also meets them, and this this declaration happens while they're watching over their flocks. There's this there's this self protection happening. There's they're always on guard, and I know that we know what that's like sometimes. This this life that we have to care, look after ourselves, protect ourselves, protect our families, and for this beautiful moment, a king is declared that would come and rule and reign in peace, covering us so we wouldn't have to be our own safety and security. Lastly, they're sleeping in a field. I, I, the, the word I believe that God is bringing to the surface that he wants to address is weariness. I believe that this declaration and this invitation is found in, in the place of their weariness. And I believe it's actually found in the place of our weariness this morning. That this hope, this glory, this peace is found in a place of weariness. 
this gift of Jesus. It's, it's an invitation to see the way God sees. What is the gift? It, it's, it's this little king, this infant. But the box and the wrapping is a manger. It's a trough where animals eat, right? But where animals ate, a little king rested his head who had come to completely fulfill the desire of the nations. The gift was a king, but one that must be accepted, one that must be believed in, one that must be trusted and loved. I love that Jesus didn't just come already as a man, already as a king, to be admired or respected, to be obeyed because of his, you know, strong authority. His first act was simply to offer himself to be loved. We see in this in this uh, passage, the word seen. I, I mentioned that after I read it. The word seen in this passage actually means to behold, to experience, to get to know, and to actually come into contact with. I believe that these shepherds actually had an opportunity to hold Jesus. That's such a different picture of any kind of kingly encounter we had seen in the past history. I, this, this one that, that it is all about love from the minute he's born. That's the king that we come take hold of this morning. That's why we're able to sing what we sang this morning. And it actually come from inside of us. It says, I want to hold on to you. This is why we're actually on the ground right now. This is why we've come low and, and, and made worship this morning more simple. It's to come around the one who gave himself lowly. The one who was born in the dirt, the one that was laying in the trough as the desire of nations. We're, we're coming around him this morning to behold and to hold him. He's our living hope this morning. There's the Christmas song, Oh Holy Night. And for weeks, the lyric, a couple lyrics from this song have been resonating in my spirit. And I just, I believe that this is for us this morning. That there would be a new thrill of hope and a weary world would have the ability to rejoice because of Jesus. What I, what I, what I love about the thrill of hope and, 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 uh, and a weary world rejoicing is that the, the antidote or the solution to weariness isn't just more rest. It's not an avoidance of difficulty. And it's not just surviving another week or another year. I believe that the, the answer to weariness is, is hope. And Jesus is a living hope. He's present this morning. As, as real as he was in the manger that night, he's with us this morning to be taken hold of and to be held. So would you pray with me? Will we take hold of that living hope this morning? Jesus, our hearts are open as, as yours is. We, are, we love because we, we were first loved. And we are in awe this morning, God, that you would offer yourself to be held, to be received actually even as an infant as a child it's it's a heavenly picture of what we can actually actually hold in our hands and so god we would we would lay down anything this morning that would take the place of your peace and your glory and your living hope because you're what all of creation was longing for the bridge the gap between you and us we love you jesus and we and we look to you this morning as our living hope Come on with eyes closed. Let's just worship him right here.
Jesus gave to the earth peace, joy, and hope through an expression of love coming in an attitude to give. As we just stay in this moment, as we get ready to conclude our time, you know, we want to worship this morning through giving. And as our ushers come with buckets past. What we want to do today is to give away to you this morning where you may have need in your life. We're doing it this morning through song, through word, through worship, through encouragement. But you know, in these times, there may be a need that you have financially. There may be Um, for a bill or a a, a car repair or something like that. Or there may be, you know, in this busy season, there may be shortage with with food or things like that. I know we're feeling the press even at the Davis household. It's hard, right? So as these buckets are passed, if you have one of those needs, personal need, there's a red envelope, just grab it out, take it, receive it. There's blue envelopes in there for for other needs, just pull those out for food and such, and you can grab a hold of those. If you're a guest here this morning, welcome. We would love for you to grab a connection card and take one of those and meet us in the lobby so we could get to know you. If you're in a place where you can be generous, there's ways to express that as well. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the life you gave. Thank you today that we can receive of that, Lord. Thank you for every heart in this room. 
Jesus' name. Yeah. As those buckets are being passed, we are going to light a candle. And I want Wendy to just recite this verse that's in her heart this morning as it relates to the light of God. Yeah, I love this song that um, talks about Jesus coming into this earth and and lighting into the darkness. And so uh, John, in this verse, uh, John 1, 3 says this. It says, in him there is life, and that life became the light to men. And that light, it's shown in the darkness, and the darkness did not overtake it. Come on, that is so powerful. And that place, Jesus came to this earth as light so that we could carry his life and his light and so that we could be that city on the hill. So as we light this candle, just be reminded of the light, the powerful light that was given to you by the life of Jesus. And so go ahead and as we, we're gonna light the lights, the candles right now. As you do, the one who is not lit, lend your candle into the one who is. And let's make our way and shine this light to one another as friends. May it spread. Sing that out, covered in flesh and blood. Covered in flesh and blood, you came to us. Nothing of consequence to see. Inside of time and space, you laid your life. Down on a cross to rescue me. Sing Jesus, born of God. Jesus, born of God. In the flesh, I will not fall. What a love. 
at this light that came, shone in the darkness. I'm going to ask you, just with our eyes closed, or just in this moment, if you would extinguish your candle. Hold it upright so the wax does not spill, but just extinguish your candle and then close your eyes. And I want to just say this over your heart because you may not realize that when the verse that Wendy read was speaking of Jesus, it was also speaking of your heart. That the light of Christ has shone into your heart and the darkness that was once there cannot overcome it. There may be moments when you feel alone. There may be moments when it feels like Jesus is nowhere to be found, but you need to look inward. You need to see. You need to behold that Christ in you is the very hope of glory, not only for yourself, but for the world around you. As we exit these doors this day, we carry this beautiful light, this beautiful glory of Jesus on the inside to those around us in the world. Can you imagine the disciples on that day when he was getting ready to leave to heaven and they were so afraid? And he says, do not be afraid for in this life you will have troubles, but take heart for I've overcome the world and I will not leave you alone, but I will send you a helper, the person of the Holy Spirit and he will dwell on the inside of you and he will be your comforter. He will be your guide. He will be your voice. He will be that empowerment for you that you need. And then he ascended and he is seated. He is Hosanna in the highest. He is seated far above all things, above all principalities and powers and dominions and dark forces. He is reigning over the earth and over the heavens now. This son of God that came, conquered death and hell and the grave upon that cross and three days buried he came and rose again and has been seated now at the highest heights of the heavens at the right hand of the father and the mystery is is that we are now seated there with him we rule and reign with Christ even now in the earth so carry this light carry this light into the darkness and do not be afraid because the darkness cannot overcome it Hosanna, we worship you today. We worship you. Hosanna in the highest. You are seated above all things. Come on, church. Hosanna, you are seated above all things, and you will come back. You will return. There will be a second advent. There will be another coming of you. Hosanna.
continue to play, I want to invite you to come and meet maybe someone you don't know. We're going to have some hot chocolate and some desserts in the, in the Sunday morning cafe. There's also out in the lobby a place for you to take a picture with your family or friends or loved ones. On behalf of this family, Wendy and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and just say we love you. We're joyed and honored to enter into 2020 with you. So yeah. go and be in peace and carry this glorious light that's on the inside of you for all the world to see. Don't hide it under a bushel, right? Carry it for all the light that's in you for the world to see it. God bless you guys. Have an amazing Sunday. We'll see you next weekend. Come on, give the Lord a hand. He's awesome.